Hello, everyone. My name is Caleb Walgren, and you're listening to Season 4, Episode 18 of Brody Sports Talk. I am joined by my co-host, Let's Ride, Captain Orange, and he is Derek Rustic. Derek, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you today? I am so very happy to talk about some NFL awards. Yes, uh, and so the honor goes to Brody Sports Talk for uh, having this fantastic episode. Because, you know, we're so used to getting so many awards and five-star reviews. We just uh, love things here on this podcast. But let's go ahead and start jumping in with some of the odds and just some of the interesting picks that we have here for the NFL awards. So we're going to get going with the Defensive Rookie of the Year. Starts with uh, the best odds are for Aiden Hutchison, Kayvon Thibodeau, and Trayvon Walker. And then you get to a little bit further long shots with players like Ahmad Sauce Gardner, Quay Walker. Got to differentiate between my walkers here. I was um, wondering which walker that was. <laughs> uh, Derek Stingley Jr., Kyle Hamilton, Nakobe Dean, Devin Lloyd, Jermaine Johnson II, George Karloftis, and then Jordan Davis, Kair Elam, and Trent McDuffie. Uh, now, those odds all range from plus 350 for, Ham- for Hutchison to all the way at plus 2,000 for Davis, Elman McDuffie. Just because I know I know my boy Derek, and I've got, I got to give him some ones that he might be curious about. Uh, Nick Benito of the Denver Broncos is yep, currently yep. at plus 5,000 for Defensive Rookie of the Year. And Malcolm Rodriguez is at plus 6,600 for Defensive Rookie of the Year. If you, if you, you want to get that action. Just, you are just the best. Like... <laughs> bringing up both my Broncos players and my Oklahoma State players. The best host in in podcasting right now. So I will say that when I explain odds like this, no one knows what's going to happen. It basically is supposed to be the plus number is if you were to bet $100 and you won, you would get that 100 back plus whatever that amount is. So if you're betting $100 on Malcolm Rodriguez to win Defensive Rookie of the Year, you would potentially get $6,700 back. All of the odds that we're using on the podcast today are provided by PointsBet. They are some that could change kind of at any point because they've been changing. They had they had these odds up before the draft happened. So talk about craziness. That is definitely crazy. So Derek... I'm going to just put this one out there first. Aiden Hutchison or the field? Uh, we're, we're, what do you think? Because Hutchison has some really, really low odds on this one. It surprises me that uh, that he is plus 350, and the next closest is Tebedo at 700. Um, I'm taking the field because I have a guy in mind that I think is going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year that he's in the 1600 range. Um, I think Carl Loftus is going to be your defensive rookie of the year. Um, he's with the Chiefs. Everyone, um, you know, looks at that offense and it's like, oh, well, you know, you have to worry about Patrick Mahomes and all that kind of stuff. I think that this guy is a real dog and uh, I think he's going to show up this year and uh, I think he's going to get close to. Uh, to double-digit sacks. Um, I just think with the 
the division he's in, it's going to be you're gonna you, they want to get the ball down the field. He has a little bit of extra time. Um, I will not be surprised if Hutchinson wins it. I'm a, I'm a big fan of his, um, and we'll we'll talk about it later. But I think that uh, that team has a uh, a good chance this year to truly really show something. But I'm taking the field because I'm taking Karloftis. So I definitely would take the field as well. And while Aiden Hutchinson is currently the clear favorite, I think it's because he's the most well-known. He was the most hyped coming into the draft. He's the biggest name and he's the biggest brand. Him and Thibodeau were tied at one point. And I think that they were only a few points apart before Thibodeau uh, got hurt in the preseason game a couple of weeks back. Anytime you're going to miss weeks, it's going to jeopardize how far, how fast you can go. I actually think Trayvon Walker has a really good chance. And part of that is because the Jaguars do have a two-man attack with him and Josh Allen rushing the quarterback. I think Trayvon is going to potentially get more one-on-ones than Hutchison and Thibodeau. You could argue the same thing for Karloftis. I think Karloftis is probably going to be on the field slightly less as a situational rusher. I could be wrong. But I think Trayvon Walker at plus 900, plus he does have that name recognition of being the number one overall pick in the draft. If he gets, let's say the Jaguars have a 6-7 win season, Walker has double-digit sacks, I think that it's going to show up really well for him. Before we move on, um, so who you put your money on? So... There's a difference between who's going to win the award and where the value is. Like, um, like guys that you know, let's put uh, put a hundred down and try to get, you know, seventeen hundred back or, you know, two thousand dollars back. Where do you think the value is if you're betting that? I think if I were going to be betting for value. I would probably try to sneak in with some of what I would call great rookies on impact teams. Yeah. And instead of going with Quay Walker of the Packers, I actually think I would go with Nicobe Dean of the Philadelphia Eagles. They're at plus 1,400. Linebackers have won this award quite a bit recently. If you look at Micah Parsons and Darius Leonard, they're both there. Yes, Parsons got after the quarterback a bit more, but we both know that Nicobe Dean does have that in his skill set if the Eagles choose to bust that out. I also think he's going to be a tackling machine with people like Jordan Davis in front of him. Dean will get the stats for the tackles, even though Davis is doing a lot of the heavy lifting up in front of him on the D line. I think that the plus 1400 that's there for that. I mean, let's face it. None of these are bad to put your money on, but I think N'Kobe Dean would be one that I would sneak in there because sometimes being a good rookie on a great team makes all the difference uh i'd also like to give you something that i would avoid uh, and then you can tell me who you would put your money on um i was looking back at the last 20 plus years of this award i only see two corners on the list that have won it marcus peters in 2015 and marshawn Lattimore in 2017. Before that, the last corner to win Defensive Rookie of the Year is Charles Woodson back in 1998. This is going to go to a linebacker or a pass rusher. So Sauce Gardner at plus 1,100, 
horrible bet. Derek Stingley Jr. at plus 1,200, horrible bet. I will just call those out. I don't think that it's going to happen at all. Derek, uh, what are your thoughts on that, and where are you putting your money? <laughs> okay, so my horrible bet is a horrible bet is a horrible bet. So my money is going to Derek Stingley Jr. Um, a, yeah, he literally he just called, right. just called right. me out on it. Um, wow. Like this, the bitterness that it's in my mouth right now. No, um, really, really good player on a really, really bad team that lifts him up um, to more than they should have, a defensive-minded coach, and someone that is going to be the only name on that team. Um, I'm taking Derek Steeling Jr. as my value pick uh, because it's, what, 1200 So I'll take money. Yeah, nothing wrong with it if you're right. So, yeah. I mean, it's not like there were no examples in recent history. I just think that it's not as common. Stingley's going to have to have some honey badger in him or something in order to take that over. And he does have the the capability. He has the ball skills. So, if you listen go- to our uh, our other episode, I took LSU in uh, in the SEC draft. He came out of LSU. I'm just saying that I know what I'm talking about. Let's move on to offensive rookie of the year. Offensive rookie of the year. So we're going to go ahead and get started up in Pittsburgh where the backup quarterback is currently the favorite, Kenny Pickett, at plus 900. Then we've got Brees Hall and Chris Olave at plus 1,000. George Pickens coming in there at plus 1050. Sky Moore, the wide receiver of the Chiefs, at plus 1100. Drake London at plus 1200. Jalen Tolbert of the Cowboys and Traylon Burks of the Titans are at plus 1,400. Got a trio of rookies at plus 1,500. And Christian Watson and Robio Dobbs, both of the Green Bay Packers. And then Damian Pierce of the Houston Texans getting some sneaky looks, especially with Marlon Mack getting cut recently. Uh, he could be the RB1 in Houston. And then there is Garrett Wilson, James Cook of the Bills, and Kenneth Walker III of the Seahawks coming in at plus 1,600. Uh, Derek, before we talk about those players, are there any other rookies that you want to know about? Uh, I can't think of any. There's, there's nothing off the top of my head that uh, that makes me think of Oklahoma State or the, the Broncos. So well, Let me give you one here. Sam okay. Howell plus 8,000. Yeah, Sam Howell's not playing this year. You don't know that. (laughs) They might decide uh, Wentz got hurt. We don't want to see Heineke. We know what we've got from him. Let's get Sam Howell out. I mean, let's face it. Kenny Pickett's not playing, and he's the favorite. I I don't understand (laughs) that either. Like, he's probably not going to play much, if any, this year. And he's the plus 900 favorite. That doesn't make sense to me. Oh. Just to throw it out there as well, Malik Willis is plus 5,000. Malik, I mean, I think Malik Willis has a decent shot at playing this year if the Titans do not uh, come out hot. He, uh, he, he surprised me in preseason. Uh, Ritter is also plus 2,500. I figure I need to call that out as we're calling out random quarterbacks yeah. that could have a chance. So 
I'm personally not taking a quarterback when I'm looking at this list. Yeah. I think that I'm going to go ahead and put my money down on Drake London at plus 1200. Uh, Derek liked that plus 1200. I like listening to Drake. Not really. I, I just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that teams know what they're getting with Kyle Pitts on the other side of the ball. Arthur Smith, I have a lot of faith in him. I'm higher on the Falcons than some people. Drake London, you know, if Kyle Pitts gets doubled down by the red zone, Drake London's going to be the big guy that has one-on-one -on -one coverage. So for me, I'm going with Drake London at plus 1,200 for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Derek, uh, where am I wrong or who are you going with? Okay, so I'm going to go with the guy that we just talked about, the team. But uh, George Pickens is in easy uh easy win for me on this one um i think he's gonna win the award i think he's, i think he's gonna walk away with the award um he's gonna be very good this year for the pittsburgh steelers so you think that Pickett? so just curious because Pickett, obviously we said he's not starting trubisky's going to be there yeah are you are you i guess my concern, and this might be a concern for London as well. So we maybe let's talk about it a little bit differently. I don't know how good the Steelers are going to be. I don't know how good Trubisky and Pickett are going to be at getting Pickens the ball. And if Pickett is playing a lot, I think we would both agree Pickett is probably more of a front runner than Pickens. So it depends on how much you're trusting almost Trubisky at that point, which is not something that most people want to say. Um, I don't have any flaws with it. I mean, I think it's a fun pick. I just was curious, maybe instead of going with these players with potentially losing records, let's, let's see if we can find someone with a, that we think will have a winning record that the player may stand out a little bit more. Uh, is there anyone that, that jumps off the page a little bit more for you that way, or do you need some more options? Okay. So I have my, okay. So, let me go back to the, what you just said a minute ago. So I think Mitchell Trubisky, Mitch, is it Mitchell now? I don't remember. It's Mitchell. His, it's Mitchell. Mitchell Trubisky. Um, I don't remember what his mama said um, that he's going by, but Mitchell Trubisky is going to start for the Steelers. I am 85% sure of that. To start the year, he's going to be the starting quarterback. Now, that being said, I think George Pickens is going to to build up his resume with Trubisky there. Trubisky gets a bad rep. Um, he's probably better than what he was coached at with the Bears. Um, he also has a really great running game that they're going to rely heavily on, which means that play action is going to be there, um, and there's not as much on, uh, on that. Now, that being said, Trubisky fails um they look like they're going to have the nine and eight season that uh just to get over the hump of not having a losing season because uh, mike tomlin's never had a losing season in the nfl kenny pickett gets put out there then yes i think there's a chance that um that they split the votes you know who's better in the steelers offense pickett or pickens but I think that Pickens, the receiver, will do more in that offense prior to Kenny 
getting into the into the role. So, um, I like Burks um, in uh, in in Tennessee. I think that uh, I mean he's what fourteen hundred. I think it's a uh, he has a good chance at it uh, of stepping up, of being the number one guy there, and and once again another run heavy offense, um, able to move the ball down the field and pick up chunks of yards rather than chunks of catches. I'm I'm curious if this could be a year where we see another wide receiver win it because a lot of the favorites here are wide receivers. Yeah. I was actually surprised looking at prior winners before Jamar chase won it last year. The last receiver to win it was actually Odell Beckham jr. Back in 2014. It's been running backs and quarterbacks every other year since then. I'm going to just be a homer for a moment and say, if you're going to take a wide receiver, put, put something on both the Packers. Like they're both there at plus 1500. Is it Dobbs? Is it Watson? We don't know who Rodgers is going to connect with, but we know that he's going to throw the ball. He's going to be fairly efficient. He's going to have touchdowns. I think one of them is going to be active in the offense. I just can't tell you which one today. I can tell you that it disappoints me greatly that if we would have done this a little over a month ago, I could have had Romeo Dobbs at plus 6,600. That would have been much nicer than the plus fifteen hundred, but that's okay. So Dobbs is actually my value bet um, when we're talking about, you know, getting value out of a out of a pick. Um, Romeo Dobbs is actually my my value pick at fifteen hundred. Um, I think that he does a lot more in this offense than we uh, we think he's going to do. Um, you know, no one knows who's actually going to come out of the that pairing on who's going to be the number one guy for Rogers. Um, you know, I like Dobbs. Um, and I think he's my value. Cool. Let, let's, let's switch switch gears a little bit. Let's go to coach of the year. Coach of the year, very interesting category. You never know what kind of narrative is going to be potentially made with any of these coaches in any given year. Sometimes it's like, who's the coach that has the best record. Sometimes it's who's the coach that brought a team up that was previously down. I mean, Recent winners of this award include in 2018, Matt Nagy, and in 2016, Jason Garrett. And uh, let's face it, neither of them are winning Coach of the Year this coming year. So at plus 1,400, we have Brandon Staley and Dan Campbell. At plus 1,500, it's a trio. Mostly of new coaches are a second-year coach. We got Brian Dable, Kevin O'Connell, and Nick Sirianni. At plus 1,600, Doug Peterson and Kyle Shanahan. And... Oh, I think that's a new one there that changed. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett is at plus 1,600 as well. Then at plus 1,800, we've got John Harbaugh and Josh McDaniels. And just to let you know, Derek, Vegas might be feeling similar to us about the Seattle Seahawks because they have at plus 6,600 their worst odds, Pete Carroll. Uh, Apparently, Lovey Smith at plus 5,000 has better odds than Pete Carroll. Really? Yes. Okay, so I'm uh, I'm going to jump on this one first because, uh, of course, we all know who's going to win Coach of the Year. That's going to be Nathaniel Hackett because the Broncos are the best. That being said, um, 
he if he does win it and he's going to be and he was the value pick that I was looking at because um he walks into a stacked roster um minus minus uh, Hall of Famer Kendall Hinton um to you know hey you've got one of the best quarter a, a top 5 quarterback in the NFL you have a young wide receiver core that um you could do a lot with Cortland Sutton's there Jerry Judy's there, all that kind of stuff. You have a defense that's, um, you know, a top 10 defense, probably young talent all over the place, Nick Benito, um, Patrick Sertan. All that being said, that's my value pick. The person who's going to win this this award this year, my pick, is the is a favorite. Dan Campbell, if he does anything with the Lions this year, um, is going to win this award because the Lions have been bad for so long. Um, and so I, I like Dan Campbell for this award. I've got two coaches that stand out to me. Uh, and they both have ties to the Eagles. Uh, the one is the current Eagles coach, Nick Sirianni, plus 1500. I really just like what they're doing. If there's someone that I, I guess I just have continued to ride the train ever since we did that NFC East recording back in either uh, late June or early July at this point. I really keep believing that the Eagles with their offensive line, with their skill players, getting AJ Brown, making trades. I I really like what they're going to do. And I think that they have a chance to win the number one seed in the NFC with people really not expecting it. And that's one of the ways I think you can get up there into that coach of the year conversation. The other one that I have is similar to your Dan Campbell one, kind of making a good situation out of a bad situation of a team and that one for me is going to be Doug Peterson uh the Jaguars were not coached by a professional football coach last year uh that's pretty much my whole take on the Urban Meyer situation Doug Peterson is much better he's going to be much better for Trevor Lawrence they have a lot more talent on the team you know Etienne's back Trayvon Walker's there to be with Josh Allen on the defensive side of the ball I've got exciting things for Duval this coming year. So uh, I'm not just saying that for for you, Zach, or Eric from Clutch Crew Sports. But uh, I, I do think that Duval is going to have an exciting season, and I am hopeful for that. Now, any other coaches you want to talk about, or should we switch uh, switch it to Comeback Player of the Year? So I'll tell you, the the bad money needs to be on Brian Dybul, um for the Giants. The do not put your money – on uh, on that, uh, he, he's going to be he's two years away from having anything decent in uh, with the Giants. So don't uh, don't let bad money go after that. Let's go ahead and, and move on to comeback player. Comeback player of the year. The current favorite is Derrick Henry at plus four hundred. Jameis Winston right behind him at plus five hundred. Christian McCaffrey plus nine hundred. His Panther teammate Baker Mayfield at plus a thousand. Michael Thomas is plus 1,100. Saquon Barkley at plus 1,500. Juju Smith-Schuster and his TikTok dances at plus 1,600. Marcus Mariota at plus 1,700. And then at plus 2,000, the Reclamation Projects at quarterback, known as Danny Dimes and Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, I never knew that I was going to be talking about Mitchell Trubisky this much on one podcast. But apparently, here we are. Um, just, just to be clear, 
they are no longer giving odds on uh, Josh Rosen on that. Uh, oh, he was, he was previously sad. on that list. Uh, also no longer giving odds for Chris Carson and James White because they retired. So <laughs> they weren't. Hey, candidates. hey, hey, hey. We have, what, 30 some odd days for James White? Let's see if he comes back to the NFL. We don't allow people to retire. They could come back in 50 days or so. Well, he's not currently on the board. Let me put it that way. Okay. Uh, any other players that you want or need to know about? Drew Locke is at plus 5,000. I don't feel good about that one. No. Um, KJ Hamler, plus 5,000. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, I think the, the, what is what is the biggest number? Is it five thousand? Uh, the, there's the biggest number. There's a certain DW that's at plus twenty five thousand. Yeah, no, I mean you can't do it in, in seven <laughs> games. So yeah, no, um, no, I, I, exactly. I think yeah. So I, I have my favorite in mind, but I want to hear your comeback player first. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the, the soft bet on this one. I'm going to go with Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry missing half the season last year. Yeah. He came back for the playoffs. I think that he's just the, the prototypical, if he comes back and is healthy for most of the year, you know, he's going to have the volume. He's going to end up having like 14 or 1500 rushing yards, double digit touchdowns. I, I just feel like he is. He's the front runner for a reason. When I look at this list, I'm not really inspired by a lot of people, but I think Henry, Henry's going to be solid. I, I look at him and I go, this is a player that will be solid as long as I can get 17 games from him. Okay, so there is a lot of good money out there on a, a lot of players. So Derrick Henry, good choice, plus 400. You know, you know what you're going to get out of out of him. I certainly think with any kind of winning record, um, good a good chance of you know maybe touching the playoffs, something like that. I think Baker Mayfield is at plus one thousand is good money <coughs> um, because coming out of that situation with the Browns, um, learning a new system, you know, being. Uh, in the quarterback battle with Sam Darnold, who was already there a year, um, and you know, kind of got over there late. Um, if he does anything with the Panthers this year, um, you know, I, I could see, I could see him winning it. Um, you know, if they if they do push por- toward the playoffs because they've been bad for for several years now. Michael Thomas, you know, I never want to, I never want to count him out when it comes to. Um, what he can do, he doesn't have quite the offensive coach anymore. But uh, Jameis Winston throwing him the ball is uh, <laughs> certainly a uh, a good thing. They're they're going to they're connect on a lot of yards this year. And then um, the <coughs> if he starts, Mitchell Trubisky, um, I think is a good uh, a good chance. I think that he could win Comeback Player of the Year with. Uh, Often the rookie of the year going to Pickens, they could both win an award and, you know, just, uh, you know, prove us all wrong. I mean, I think, 
I thought you were probably going to highlight Mayfield a little bit more. Just we've talked big about Baker several times over this offseason. I think as far as quarterbacks are concerned, if the Panthers have a better season, Mayfield has a chance to go up this list quite a bit. I'm not jumping in on the Jameis Winston hype. I, I think that in general, you want to be a player that has name recognition that comes back and does well. Um, I think that in general, when I look at the list of prior winners, it's a lot of quarterbacks, a few receivers every now and again, but you you want to be able to, to have that name recognition. Uh, let's sure. go ahead and switch it up. Let's go to Offensive Player of the Year. We've got Jonathan Taylor at plus 1,000, Justin Jefferson at plus 1,200, Cooper Cup at plus 1,400, Devontae Adams and Derrick Henry at plus 1,500, Lamar Jackson at plus 1,800, Debo Samuel, Nick Chubb, and Patrick Mahomes II at plus 2,000, and then there's Christian McCaffrey and Josh Allen coming in at plus 2,200. Now, some of these odds you look at and go, this kind of feels weird, remember that Offensive player of the year and MVP are not normally the same person. And so it's really tough to kind of gauge. Basically, you're if you're at the front running for offensive player of the year, you're probably not the MVP. But you're saying there's a chance. So uh, I feel like being at the, the front runner of this, it's based off of the top five, it feels like the, the non-quarterback MVPs, <laughs> depending on how you think the season will turn out. Derek, uh, who's someone you like on this list? If okay, so this these these stuff comes before me. I'm looking at the list. I am running as fast as I possibly can for Josh Allen. Um, the he's at plus twenty two hundred. There's no way he's going to win an MVP, and he's the best player on a really good team running the ball, passing the ball, really coming into his own. Um, I am running to the window to take Josh Allen at, uh, at 2,200. I, I just, I think I struggle to see if this does go to a quarterback for sure this coming year. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb. I'm, I think Justin Jefferson in that Kevin O'Connell offense is going to have a great year. I know he's the second person on this list at plus 1,200 behind Jonathan Taylor. I just think Jefferson, young guy, he's put his map together. He can come out on the stage and do the gritty as he accepts the award. It, You know who he is. His offense is getting moved from the dark ages to normal. And I think that he's going to have a fantastic breakout year because he is the wide receiver one now instead of Adam Thielen. Uh, any other names you want to call out here before we keep moving forward? Yeah. So Nick Chubb being uh, plus 2000, um, they are going to have to rely a lot on their running game in, uh, in Cleveland this year. Um, and I, I thought he would be a little bit higher up um, because he would, you know, he definitely he's gonna definitely gonna have the stats for it, but uh, at two thousand, you know, that's a uh, you know a running back that's gonna be featured much like uh, Taylor with the uh, with the Colts. 
at least for what, 11 games. Uh, I would think that that would be a good uh, a good bet as well. That that's going to be my my pick out of. Hmm, that's that uh, that seems a little high for no apparent reason. Let's go ahead and switch from offense to defense. Defensive player of the year. Very close race with some of these top five, and then we get to some longer odds. So Aaron Donald and Miles Garrett are both listed at plus seven hundred. T.J. Watt right behind at plus seven fifty. Micah Parsons, the reigning defensive rookie of the year, at plus a thousand. We got the Bosa Bros coming in behind that. Nick at plus twenty five or plus twelve hundred, and then Joey is where we get the jump to plus twenty five hundred. Derek's least favorite player on this list because he's a Raider. Max Crosby at plus twenty eight hundred. Then we get a trio. Dar- uh, well, it says Darius on this. It's Shaquille Leonard, uh, Khalil Mack, and Rashawn Gary at plus three thousand. And then we have a big trio or a big group at plus 4,000 of Chase Young, Daniil Hunter, Derwin James, and Von Miller. Also, I have to call it out because Derek's here. Bradley Chubb, plus 5,000. Randy Gregory, plus 6,600. Where's Sertan? Just to be clear, Aiden Hutchinson is plus 10,000. Let me see. Is Sertan here? Patrick Sertan, the second, plus 10,000. Money, right there. There's my money. <laughs> He's going to pick off Herbert nine times this year. Going to pick off Mahomes another nine times and pick off Derek Carr 12 times as the best interceptor of all time. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, so I, 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 of course, kid. Uh, for me, I'm looking at Miles Garrett. Um, I mean, the... Of course, you're you're looking at the at the favorites here, plus seven hundred. Um, I think that once again, as I said about the uh, other awards, they're going to have to rely on other team uh, on other places other than their quarterback for at least eleven games. Um, and Miles Garrett is, has been on the precipice of this kind of stuff for a couple of years now. I'm going to say he he gets over the hump and he really does some stuff to the uh, the AFC North and wins it this year. I'm going to go further down the list and give two options. Uh, well, kind of three. So if you're going to buy into the Chargers this year, which a lot of people are, instead of doing the bet for Brandon Staley for Coach of the Year, I think it's splitting the money and putting it on either Joey Bosa at plus 2,500 and Khalil Mack at plus 3,000. Let's face it, kind of like what I said with the Jaguars. You can only double-team one of them. True. And if you're only double-teaming Joey, Khalil Mack is still good. Yeah. He, he, just was, he had no one to help him in Chicago for years. Also, I, I heard someone talking about this uh, on a different podcast, so I'm going to bring it up here. I think Rashawn Gary is a sleeper. Uh, okay. He's at plus 3,000. Um. They said that the Packers are favored in 15 of the 17 contests going into the season. And if you think the Packers are going to get up and take a lead, that means that they're going to put the other team into passing situations. Mm -hmm. Gary's going to be able to tee off and potentially get his sack numbers up. And that's how you win this award, unless you're Stephon Gilmore. Uh, Everyone else who has won it, basically for the last 10 years, it has been someone who's either led the league or close to leading the league in sacks, uh, as this is pretty much 
my goodness, I looked at the last 10 years. It has gone to a Watt four times. It has gone to Aaron Donald three times. Uh, Stefan Gilmore got one. Khalil Mack got one. Luke Keekley snuck in there with one. Oh, I miss Luke Keekley. I miss him too. He was good. I know you've missed the days of the linebacker. So I really do. I miss I miss those linebacker days when they were the most important on the field. Are we ready to go to the MVP? Uh, yeah, let's let's do this because I know exactly who you're taking on oh, your you MVP. Okay. Oh yeah, awesome. the guy who's won it three years in a row. Well, soon to be three years in a row. Uh, so uh, first in the odds is uh, Derek's Offensive Player of the Year candidate, Josh Allen at plus 700. Then Patrick Mahomes, the second, at plus 800. Tom Brady at plus 850. Justin Herbert at plus 1,000. Aaron Rodgers and Joe Burrow are tied at plus 1,100. Let's ride. Russell Wilson is there at plus 1,400. At plus 1,500 is a duo of Dak Prescott and Matthew Stafford. I find it interesting. This is the same odds he has as Offensive Player of the Year, but Lamar Jackson is plus 1,800 here for MVP as well. Kyler Murray is at plus 2,000. And then Derek Carr and Jalen Hurts are at plus 2,500. They are not the next players on the list, but I basically had to go down and say, wait, who are the top non-quarterbacks on this list? And that's Jonathan Taylor at plus 6,000. He has the same odds, apparently, as Jameis Winston and Trevor Lawrence. And then Cooper Cup at plus 8,000 has the same odds for MVP as Baker Mayfield and Justin Fields. I I, I yeah. will say I like the Cooper Cup odds more than the Justin Fields odds, if you're asking me for a breakdown of that. Sure. But in general it might as well say most valuable quarterback because that's probably what's going to happen with this award. It's just a matter of who I know you hinted at possible three-time MVP. Uh, is that who you're, you're leaning with? Or are you going uh, off script here for me? Yeah. So I know that when aged quarterbacks come to the Broncos, they don't win an MVP in their first season. So uh, Russell Wilson is out uh, of this race um, as because he's going to be my offensive player of the year. Uh, I'm not taking Josh Allen. Uh, I don't think Mahomes is going to do enough this year, nor does, uh, does Brady. Um, I'm going to go with, um, with Joe Burrow this year as my, my MVP, as I think this is a prove it year for, uh, for him, because I believe he's up for a um, extension this coming year. So, a uh, hey, look at me! This is what I can do. Um, coming off of the a loss in the Super Bowl last year, I think it's just going to give him more revved up. So, I'm taking uh, Joe Burrow at 1100. Give me the running quarterbacks this year. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because they're the longer shots. But I just like their odds where it's at. Uh, Lamar at plus 1,800. If you think the Cardinals are going to do good, you got Kyler Murray there at plus 2,000. I've already hyped the Eagles a ton today, but Jalen Hurts is at plus 2,500. If the Eagles are going to be the number one seed in the NFC, possibly have the best record in football, 
it's not a horrible one to put out there. Um, and just to say it, Trey Lance is at plus 3,000. Um, I mean, if you're a big believer in Kevin O'Connell, Kirk Cousins is at plus 4,000. Like, it really just kind of depends on what narrative are you going with to start the season? Because if you're going with, you know, Cliff and Kyler got their extensions, they've got that out of their mind, they're coming in, they've got Hollywood Brown there, they're going to destroy the league, they're getting that air raid finally going, you know, Kyler's going to do some homework. Oh, wait, no, that got taken out of the contract. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> um, anything can happen. I, I I really feel like this is one of the ones that you look at and go, oh, no, I, I don't want to touch this period because, like, even if you look at some of the prior years, no one saw Cam Newton winning this in 2015 or Matt Ryan winning it in 2016. Like, maybe Rodgers the last two years was a little bit more predictable. But even if you were to go, uh, Brady, he's good. Like, yeah, he doesn't have an offensive line. He won it in 17, and the year time before that he won it was in 2010. Like, he just hasn't gotten the hardware for this that often. So, if you're asking me, I'm going a little bit further down the board. I like the running quarterbacks. Derek, Thank you. am I wrong, or do you kind of see – I mean, it's riskier odds, but it's – technically, Josh Allen also fits in a running quarterback mold, I guess, but uh, he is the favorite. I like the Jackson Murray uh, Hertz trio. Uh, just put it put it that way. So uh, I will say, if uh, Lamar does not get a contract prior to the season, um, I'm putting him higher up my board. Um, if everybody plays to the level that I think they can with Philadelphia, then I'm jumping Jalen Hurts up there higher as well because. They have the offense, uh, the offensive talent. They have the defensive talent um, in Philadelphia. So I, I think that he's just going to carry carry that team to because if if Carson Wentz can be MVP level caliber quarterback, so so can Jalen Hurts. So I'm going to jump on your bandwagon. I'll go with you on the running quarterbacks. Well, let's jump over. Let's look at some Super Bowl odds to close out the show. And we'll give our Super Bowl prediction. We've got the Buffalo Bills at plus 650 to win the Super Bowl. The Bucks at plus 900. Chiefs are plus 1,000. Packers and Rams are plus 1,100. Chargers are at plus 1,300. The Baltimore Ravens are at plus 1,600. The 49ers are at plus 1,700. The Broncos are at plus 1,800. The Bengals, Cowboys, and Colts are at plus 2,000. Um... I'm going to throw them in here. I didn't put them in the notes, but the Eagles are at plus 2,200. I've talked about the Eagles a ton. I might mm-hmm. as well throw that one out there. Um, I'm going to scroll down to the bottom of the list, Derek. Uh, the Houston Texans are at plus 30,000. Uh, I, I, I do not recommend taking that one. Uh, Derek, are there any other teams that I'm missing that you want some odds on here? No, these are, these these have all of my, all of my odds on there right there. Okay, so... Uh, I guess tell me who you're taking to make the Super Bowl from each side and then who you think will win. Okay, so first and foremost, this comes as a surprise to nobody. Let's ride. 
Broncos, AFC, um, they're going to to find out how tough they are. Um, I think this is just a complete um, flopperoo from Vic Fangino, um, Fangio uh, to, to Nathaniel Hackett. Rookie, uh, rookie head coach, Russell Wilson is going to take him to the promised land from the AFC. And then on the, the NFC side, we go back-to-back um, with the Rams. I think the Rams get to the Super Bowl again. I know they've got a little bit um, of a different roster this year. But, uh, you know, I, I like the Rams this year. Um, and I'm just going to be a homer and take the Broncos to win the Super Bowl this year. You know, you could at least say that you predicted it before the season started. And even if you are slightly a homer, yeah, you'd rather put that out into the ethos than say something like team that you can't stand to win and then have to try to cheer for that later on. So I'm going to be a bit of a homer as well. I'm in yeah. the NFC, I'm going to take the Packers to make the Super Bowl. I don't know what the deal is with Rodgers. Um, I think part of why Adams got traded this offseason is because Rodgers isn't planning on being in Green Bay for too terribly long. But they have a lot of young talent. They've got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon for a fierce two-headed monster backfield. That defense is going to be intimidating. I think that they're going to be one of the best defenses in the league. So I'm going to take the Packers to make the Super Bowl in the NFC. And then the AFC, I'm actually going to go ahead and say the Ravens make it. I think that the Ravens are going to show up in the AFC North. They ended up finishing last in that division because of some of the injuries they had. So they get a fairly easy schedule compared to some of the other teams in that division. And kind of like the Bengals went from worst to first there last year, the Ravens are going to go from worst to first. It's a battle-tested division. you got to fight to win every one of those games. Lamar is going to come back. He's going to be strong. And I think that in the Super Bowl, the Packers' defense is just a little bit too much with some of those new players like Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt being able to slow him down and keep him a little bit a little bit more contained. He's still going to have a great game because he's Lamar Jackson. But uh, I, I'm going to be a homer and put the Packers over the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Okay, so I want to tell you something, uh, Caleb, and, and I know this is going to – be really tough to hear. I think that Aaron Rodgers can make better receivers. Um, I, I will tell you this, and not just because he's a Raider now, but I think Aaron Rodgers made Devontae Adams, um, made him better than than what he's actually going to be. Um, I think that young guys being there, um, that, he, that, that Rodgers is going to be better this year than people give him credit for. He's a really good quarterback, and he really knows his system well. So if he can get those those young guys up to speed, I think that they have a good shot. I mean, as I was talking um, talking earlier about Dobbs, um, I honestly think that the Packers have it there. Not just to say that they have a weak division, but uh, you know they've been the king of that division for quite a while now. And I, I honestly, I. I the the Packers and the Rams were kind of, were kind of a toss up for me of you know which one is going to be going to the Super Bowl. I don't I don't dislike that Packers pick. If nothing else, I feel like it's going to be a little bit of a letdown for them 
uh, for the Rams because I think that they're going to miss Von Miller. I think missing Von Miller is going to be more of a impact than you would expect. Yes, you I agree. Von Miller is the greatest player of all time, and uh, we anyone any team he's ever been on, um, they are going to miss him, and they do miss him. Von, please come back home. I love you. I miss you. Well, that is going to be it for us for this award prediction and Super Bowl prediction episode. If you liked it, please go ahead and let us know by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're happy to read those on air if we see them. Also, make sure that you go ahead and interact with us on Twitter at Brody Talk. The season is just around the corner. As we release this episode, we are six days away from the NFL season starting, which is Derek's favorite Panther player number. So on behalf of Derek, my name's Caleb. We are going to go ahead and sign out and y'all have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye guys.